Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. And welcome into this week's edition of Voice Coaches Radio. I am Josh Heller. Delighted to have you joining me as we are each and every week. And we are delighted to be joined by none only, none other than Mr. David Bourgeois. David, thank you so much for taking some time and, uh, and chatting with us here today. No, Josh, thank you. I insist. Oh. It's a pleasure to see you at work doing <laughs> what you do, or my bad, to hear you at work, mm, I mean. Well, yes. I'm seeing and hearing you. I'm seeing the back of your head. It's, and uh, that's probably the best view, to be totally honest. Terrific, yeah, terrific, no, man. Um, so we uh, obviously um, well, we want to talk about something that I, I know that you know that, that we talk about a lot with uh, with our students sure. and uh, and otherwise. And I know that that you deal with you know quite a bit personally, uh, you know, dealing with students one on one. And that is what happens after they get their demo, right? This is, I mean, it's so important. This idea of marketing, getting yourself out there and, uh, you know, really treating this as an entrepreneurial opportunity. But what that means is something different, right? So I, I, I want to try to hear kind of from you, what types uh, what types of questions, what types of, of issues are, are people running into and how can we kind of head that off? Well, I think the first thing to uh, think about for anybody going into voiceover is uh, things don't begin with a demo. Uh, so so we talk about putting together a voiceover demo. A demo in our field acts as an audio resume. I think probably anybody listening to this podcast knows that. But skill development, you know, awareness of opportunity, general job knowledge, those are all things that sort of go along with or, you know, come before putting together a demo. Uh, once you put together a demo, a demo is something that much like a written resume uh, you're going to continue to develop that demo throughout your voiceover career. Uh, so when somebody is at a point where they have developed a voiceover demo, presumably they are ready to pursue professional voiceover work. And yeah, sure, that that involves marketing. When I got going in this field about a million years ago, and by a million, I mean 30 or so, uh, when I received a demo from a voice professional, it was assumed that they were a voice professional. That was who sent demos out, you know, people who were skilled voiceover artists. You know, today with the advent of home-based recording and everything's got a microphone on it, um, and unfortunately because of some misleading uh, things on the internet, people wrongly assume they should just jump into putting a demo together. Uh, so as somebody that receives a lot of demos, and I, I cast voice actors routinely, uh, we no longer can assume that just because we get a demo from somebody that they actually can do this at a professional level, uh, that we can count on them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's a, you know, I know it's, that's not directly your question, but that I wanted to, I wanted to throw that in there. Uh, when it comes to marketing, Josh, uh, there is <laughs> something I brought up to you. I think it's why I ended up uh, sitting in with you today uh, that I do see as a problem. Uh, we're very careful with with the clients that go through our, our program process uh, to sort of lay out what I would refer to as a relationship-based approach. Um, in other words, instead of looking for voiceover jobs, look for voiceover relationships, uh, long-term repeat work relationships, which is traditionally how this field works. Uh, people like me who cast voice actors, once we've got somebody that we're happy with, we will go back to them repeatedly long-term. You want to make yourself that person. I think, if, you, uh, I think you said that uh, 
producers are lazy and paranoid, as uh, I believe the two words that I heard. That is something I've said when I've given talks on voice acting. Sure. Uh, you know, and I don't mean that. Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't mean that to be as negative as it sounds. <laughs> I mean, we, we are paranoid. Ultimately, the, 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 the job has to – we have to deliver the product for the client, right? So it, it's – you know, when we're casting, we're careful because we are a little afraid that the thing might go sideways mm. on us. And uh, that does create a certain laziness in that instead of searching through 100 voiceover demos or voiceover auditions – we do tend to go back to the same people a lot, for sure. What I'm seeing as a trend these days <laughs> that I'll illuminate for you is we really present this relationship-based approach. And it's like, you know, recognize that you're running a business, treat it like a business, make a plan for success. Uh, and I have been on the receiving end over the past six months of a good handful of phone calls from voice actors who say something along the line of, hey, listen, I'm a little bit frustrated. I, I've been working at this now for five or six months and, uh, you know, I haven't gotten a job or I've, I, I've only gotten gotten one job or, you know, whatever, whatever the complaint is. And then they go on to say, you know, I went out and I, I spent a lot of money on home recording equipment. And then I went out and I spent a lot of money joining some web-based voiceover marketplaces. And I, I'm just, I'm not getting work. And I'm really frustrated. And my response is, you know, we didn't tell you to do that. That wasn't the way that we suggested you should approach this. You know, web-based marketplaces are certainly one one viable way to find work, but they're not an easy way to find work at all. And they're not the only way to find work. And they do rob you sometimes of that that relationship building, right? Yeah. And what I hear back from people, Josh, is, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know you didn't tell me to do that, but I read, you know, I read on the internet that's what I should do. So, Two weeks ago, somebody said that to me, and I literally said back to the woman on the phone, I said, well, you know what you should do? Uh, you should call up the internet and ask the internet for some advice then. Because if you're not going to, to, to listen to some of the things we suggest, I don't really know how to help you. I think there's a lot of great information on the internet, but you've got to use some common sense, I think, as well. Uh, you know, a great example, uh, a former client of ours joined a web... A great example, a former client of ours joined a web-based marketplace. And that web-based marketplace, which, by the way, is very reputable, uh, says right up front, you know, expect to do around 100 auditions to secure your first job. So I said to the, the former student, I said, how long, you know, you're new to home recording, how long is it taking you to complete an audition? And she said, you know, 45 minutes to an hour to That's really right. get yep. it right. I said, okay, so let me get this straight. You're going to spend 100 hours, give or take, auditioning for work, you know, on a website. Where, if you are not one of the first people to audition, the person on receiving end is probably never going to listen to you anyway. I said, "What if you were to spend a hundred hours?" And I stopped myself. I said, nah, "Never mind. How about how about fifty-two hours? How about one hour every week?" actually reaching out to businesses and organizations in your community. What if you were to spend an hour a week getting involved in things like a chamber of commerce or uh, the American Advertising Federation, things that, that allow you 
to represent yourself as a professional and build actual relationships. Um, long story short, she started to follow that practice. Uh, and, and she followed another practice we suggest, which is tell everybody you know what you're doing. Well, she called me a couple weeks later and said, you're never going to believe this. Um, a relative of mine has a friend from college that is developing an animated TV series <laughs> and they're going to listen to my demo. I'm like, well, I, I would believe it. Yeah. Because there's a, big, yeah, man, there's a big yeah. need for voice actors. They just need to know that you're there. Um, so... Long story short, she got the audition. She got the job. Uh, she is voicing two characters in this series. The moral of the story here is uh, the web-based approach, the home recording approach is fantastic. There is a lot of opportunity there. However, there's a lot of competition, and a great deal of that competition comes from people who aren't even really voice actors. Um, the secondary problem is... That method is not the best method for building repeat work relationships. Mm. You're always going to look for a first job. But people who are true earners in our field continue to look for first job opportunities, but they pad their income out with continued job opportunities, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's work that you're, re that you're really no longer working for. You've, yeah. already, you've already put in the work for that. Yeah, man. I'll, uh, if people... Uh, us uh, paranoid and lazy people go to you because you make it easy on us, you know, but, but be that person, yeah. you know what I mean? Be, you know, it gives you the chance to, to be who you are and to get to know somebody and develop that work relationship, a meaningful work relationship. Uh, you know, too many people go into, to voiceover and they miss the idea that, you know, they're looking for some magic formula to break in or get rich overnight. Um, the voiceover field isn't easy, but it's easier than that. I mean, finding a magic formula is really challenging. But if you recognize instead that voiceover is, it's simply an entrepreneurial endeavor. It's just like opening up a coffee shop. Mm. It's the same thing. The difference is the woman that opens a coffee shop is well aware that she opened a coffee shop. She's made an investment. She has to show up every day. She has to be aware of her competitors. She has to market the coffee shop. People go into things like voice acting, um, they, they, they become entrepreneurs without even knowing they've opened a business to begin with. So imagine for a minute if you opened a coffee shop and you had no idea you were in business. Your chances of success might not be that great. Yeah, but David, I want to break into the coffee industry. I want to get, I want my coffee shop to be discovered. Do you know 20 years ago, we removed, we, <laughs> we made it a policy of voice coaches to not use the word break in in any communication. <laughs> it is one of the most misleading. It's, it's a, <laughs> thanks, Josh. Yep. That's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, you know, it's, like, it's, honestly, it's a little disrespectful. Well, you because know, any, but, any industry, you're, you're going to have to work for what you're doing instead. But when you break in, that's just going to magically happen. No, it doesn't work that well, way. Well, man, I was, I was just at my cousin's wedding. He's a, uh, a doctor of internal medicine, you know, and, uh, uh, imagine if I walked up to him and said, hey, Kyle, listen, can I grab a minute? I've got a friend who's really interested in breaking into medicine. How do you suggest they do it? <laughs> yeah, how do you break in anything? You know, I know I've got a, a, a good friend of mine's best friend uh, is a manager's one of those giant uh, Walmart supercenter kind of places. Mm. You know, believe me, that lady did not break into that job. 
Yeah. <laughs> she, she like, they, they, there was a path there. It's the same for voice acting. And if you can just get into your head that it's it's no easier or no difficult than opening any other type of business, you will be a thousand miles down the road up from all these people, you know, looking for some Facebook ad about how to break into the industry, well, you and, know? And to be totally honest, it actually makes it easier for us because instead of waiting for someone to quote unquote discover us, which is by the way, never going to happen, you're actually going out there and, and, and yet it don't wait for someone be, you know, be aggressive, go out there. That's, that's what this is about. Yeah, and and aggressive, being aggressive, like people get get fearful of. Oh my God, I don't know if I'm not going to be that comfortable walking up to people or calling them on the phone. Figure out what you're, you know, just put one foot in front of the mm. other. You can determine what shoes you wear. Maybe it's a note. Maybe it's a, an email with a with a follow up thank you card. Maybe it is a phone call if you're that person. Maybe it's getting involved. Uh, in an organization, be careful with organizations. You know, there's a lot of organizations populated by voiceover artists. Uh, that really doesn't move you forward. You want to maybe consider getting involved in organizations filled with people who hire voiceover artists. Do that. You know, make smart moves. And the, as silly as it might sound, the best advice I can give anybody going into anything like voiceover is have a blast. I mean, have fun. You know, people ask me, geez, am I going to be successful? I mean, are you having a good time? Yes. Then, yeah, you're going to be successful. You're, you're, you're doing something you enjoy. And I have found that the most financially successful voice actors I've worked with in my career, uh, the thing they have in common is they love doing this. It's a blast for them. So. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's, it's one of those things because it's not work. Putting themselves, it's not work. Uh, there was someone on one of the earlier podcasts, this was from uh, a few years ago now, and he had what he called his three-foot rule, which is anyone within three feet of me, I'm going to tell them that I'm a voice actor. I personally can't do that. I'm not, it's just not my personality. I'd be very uncomfortable doing that, but I love the idea of it. Find what you are, find what your boundaries are, what you are comfortable doing, and and do that. Josh, you should uh, just get a shirt that says I'm a voice actor. I should do that. <laughs> Just, just throw up a sign, walk around. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah, have have, have fun. It it is it, it it's a great field filled with great people. You know, there has never been more opportunity in the voiceover field. Uh, and gosh, the pay for the uh, time allotment. I just did a series of. Uh, uh, spots for the New York State Department of Transportation. You know, I don't think any of the voice actors were here longer than fifteen or twenty minutes. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's very time efficient compared yep. to many jobs. Uh, but I but I, but again, I do think uh, recognizing that you're a small business person and thinking that way uh, will really give you an advantage. Yeah, and 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 those are everything is a tool, but be you know get the get the most bang for your buck. If you're going to spend 100 hours, that's two hours a week for an entire year. Yep. Be efficient with it. Yeah. I uh, And again, I'm not hating on web-based marketplaces. We have uh, uh, a couple of friends that own one of the largest in the world, and they're very reputable, and there is work to be found. Uh, but uh, making the mistake of thinking that that is an easy way to find work or making the mistake of thinking that that is the only way to pursue voice acting is very, very wrong. Many, many voice actors don't do any home recording. 
they prefer to work in agencies and studios. You know, uh, we uh, operate a large studio. Occasionally, we are remoting to somebody because they're at a different location. Or I want to use a voice actor who, you know, happens to work from home. Uh, but, uh, you know, on our end, 99% of the time, the voice actor comes in the studio to do the work. However you want to do it, you know, do it your way and enjoy it. Uh, by recognizing it's a business, you'll get more out of it. And by having fun, you'll stick with it. Excellent, excellent. Well, David, I, I really appreciate you taking some time to uh, to chat. I know that um, you know that this is something a lot of people kind of battle with, and uh, having a uh, having a better a better attack plan going into it is 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 so bad. And, and and so much of it, and I think you've you've alluded to this before. So much of it is just having that mindset, having that right mindset going into it is going to set you up for that long term success. Yeah, man. Did you enjoy Did you enjoy our talk? I did. I did. Cool, indeed. man. If you don't mind, I'm just going to not pay you for this time because cool. it was fun. This cool. was. Yeah, fun, no, that's, that's fair. This that's is just fair. fun. Yeah, no, no. I mean, are you kidding me? I don't do you this know, for. I don't do this for money. You come over here, you know, leave your family at home, and this is fun time. Yeah, no, we're all fun having time. a good time. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Thanks so much. All right, thanks, David, and thank you all for tuning us in as well this week. We will be back next week, same bad time, same bad channel here for Voice Coaches Radio. So be sure to tune us on in once again. And again, if you want to reach out, please do so. Let us know what you'd like to discuss, guests you'd like to hear, or really what content you want from this show because remember it's not just my show it's yours as well all right so thanks again for tuning in this week and until next time so long everyone visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information